This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Continue to like, rate, and subscribe. Make sure to share. Now streaming on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. to an average fan podcast your host l jones we here to make those week 13 picks nfl man we retreated to some gifts last week we got some good games this week it's gonna make my job picking even harder but i'm here i'm with it and i'm for it but first i just want to appreciate all the listeners out there That was the standing ovation. Y'all deserve it. Man, I got my rap Spotify's back. Today, numbers look good. We still continuing to grow. Man, I'm going to share some information on my Instagram. Y'all check that out. Man, I, I'm just, I'm humbled right now because when, when I decided to embark on this journey, and I'm not going to take y'all time, but when I decided to just embark on this journey of, a lot of nerves, man. It's just hard. Um, but I do have a little passion for the sport, man. I mean, I, I love sports. So just hearing people encouraging you to get into it and do the podcast, you know, even though you might not be on mainstream media, which is fine, but just getting out here, talking about what you love, enjoying it, just, you got to love it. You got to enjoy it. So I'm thankful for all the all the listens. 2023 will be bigger and it can be even greater with your help. I can't do this alone. True enough, I'm on here talking about the events, the sports, my takes, but none of that matters if I don't have nobody on the other end listening. So I thank you guys for just tuning in regularly, sharing this podcast, sharing it. I thank you guys so much can't do it without y'all y'all are special continue to like rate and subscribe week 13 picks coming off of last week week 12 in which i went 12 and 4 good week for the home team y'all we're trying to stack those w's we're gonna talk some picks we're gonna look at some defenses first y'all because that's what pays the bills right the defense the hard workers the bring your hard hat type of deals philadelphia Leading the NFL in interceptions. 15 interceptions on the year with one return for a touchdown. Good good info to have when you're making picks, especially against quarterbacks who might be prone to throwing that ball to the opposite side. Buffalo, as well as Pittsburgh, tie for second with 13. Yo, how we feel about that? How do we feel about that? Because... It makes sense for Buffalo, but then when you look at Pittsburgh's record, you're like, on the surface, it doesn't add up. Pittsburgh has always been known for their defense. They have not changed. 
if they can figure out their situation with Kenny Pickett and that offense, they can do some things. They can make life a living hell for other teams in the AFC North. Now, I'm going to throw a team out here that you might not expect to be even close to the top, but it will make sense. They're both from the same division. Look at you. Now you're, now you're like, yeah, NFC East has got to be – it's got to be Dallas. It's got to be Dallas and, and the Giants. No, it does not have to be Dallas and the Giants. It's the New York Jets and the New England Patriots, both with 12 interceptions on the year. Patriots, two picks return for tutties, okay? Bill Belichick, Matt Patricia came back home, and they get some things. They get some things together. They're cooking with some guys y'all probably don't even know about and who they are. Nevertheless, that's what Bill Belichick really does, okay? Robert Saylor, Robert Sala, excuse me if I butchered your name, 12 picks for that defense, young guys getting after it, got some veterans in the middle, hey, got a good DN rush, got a good line push. I like what they do. I've watched them play some good teams this year and really take some good receivers out of some games, okay? So when we think about that, keep that in mind, okay? Because these guys, they'll turn you over real quick. We got uh, the Ravens. They're sitting up there with 11. And to the much chagrin of most fans, you wouldn't know this unless you watched the team and you probably never caught it. Even when you watched them, the Atlanta Falcons have 10 on the season, 10 interceptions. So if you're a Falcons fan, y'all y'all got something to hang your hat on as you sit up there around the top of the league. And interceptions. And like I said, it's important, right? You gotta get to you gotta get to the important stuff first, right? Now we can go with some old window dressing, right? The stuff that makes everybody come in. Like, ooh, ooh, look at this, look at this. Passing leaders, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, that's right, Tom Brady, and Justin Herbert. NFL is a very hard league. I want y'all to take take a gander or take a listen at this, right? Pat Mahomes is averaging 8.1 yards per attempt. Crazy numbers, especially with no Tyreek Hill. Josh Allen has 7.8. Joe Burrow, 7.7. No Jamar Chase for the past couple of weeks. These guys are getting it done. Tom Brady and Justin Herbert both at 6.5. And, and shout out to my guy, honorable mention on this one. Didn't crack the top five, but he right there in the top six. Geno, I ain't right back Smith. That's it. 7.9 yards per attempt. So, to much the grin of everybody out there who wrote them off, <laughs> if you a Seattle fan, you praising. Because you seeing what Russ going through. It's kind of what the outside world didn't see inside of Seattle last year. We knew that maybe Seattle was a competitive team, but we attributed to the leadership and the qualities at quarterback of Russell Wilson. This year in Denver, the fans are not, they're not saying the same thing. And this is not to beat up on Russell Wilson, but this is just to put it out there that, hey, sometimes a scenery change ain't always best. But the split was needed because the Seahawks were going in the direction of ascension and maybe they saw something in Russ that we could not see. So they let him go. He got the contract, got paid. That team, Denver, is not very good this year. Meanwhile, 
Seattle's trying to fight for that division crown. Or, yeah. Running backs, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, my man Nick Chubb, I love Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, and Miles Sanders. Josh Jacobs has been going off of late. I've been kind of right. I've been kind of trying to drive that train for him. Uh, you really don't hear his name a lot. Now, obviously, you will hear his name a ton. Uh, it was one of the guys I felt like would have a breakout season for the Raiders, more so than the Devontae Adams acquisition, because that is what it is. But if you watched the Raiders last year, you knew that Josh Jacobs was that guy on the ground. They had a lot of things go wrong for them as we established on our week. 12 breakdown show uh Derrick Henry doing Derrick Henry like things Nick Chubb carrying the Browns Deshaun he comes back we'll see what that does for Nick Chubb's numbers it might actually go up y'all might be surprised let's get to some guys with some hands right who is getting the ball thrown they way the most most receptions right well most catches right Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs separated by three Tyreek Hill has 87 Diz got 84. Justin Jefferson, three behind him at 81. I told y'all, Justin Jefferson, Mr. Benjamin, hunted a game. <laughs> hunted a game. Austin Eckler, running back, leads the team in receptions. When you don't have your top receivers, somebody has to pick up the slack. We just saw that Mr. Eckler has done that. So shout out to him and everything he is doing when it comes to that. So, man, let's get into these picks. I told y'all I teased at the beginning. Man, this is going to be a tough week of picks. Um, Tough week because we got good games. That could go either way. We'll start with the Thursday night one. Uh, we got Buffalo going up against New England, y'all. Buffalo traveling to Foxborough. Bill Belichick, he owns them, right? But when he saw the beat down that they took last year in the playoffs, um, but I gave y'all those precursors, right? And it clouded y'all mind. Now y'all like, hey, man, but you just told us that New England got a decent defense. They do, man. They're going to take that ball away. This is where I think Buffalo could get themselves in trouble, trying to force something to Stephon Diggs, because I've seen Diggs against the Jets just be taken out of the second half, right? Just three targets, no catches, no yards, nothing. And I saw him against the Lions last week, who – as I told you guys, they're playing better than what their record indicates. They stayed in the game with the Bills, the 8-3 and three Bills. I do like Buffalo to win this game, but I expect it to be a, I'm going to not fill you out, but we're going to make some adjustments and then we'll get things right type of game. Moving on, we got Pittsburgh versus Atlanta. Pittsburgh off the short week in the win. Atlanta licking their wounds, coming off of a loss to the Commanders in a very physical game. I expect the same now, especially with no Kyle Pitts. I expect for Atlanta to be a very physical team going forward, staking on the ground. The running backs of uh, Patterson and Algier, which who would have ever thought you would say something like that? You, meant, you sprinkle in a little Mariota. He's doing his thing. I like what the Falcons have been doing, especially in their division, because let's be honest, even though Tom Brady might be top five in passing yards, they still have a losing record. Normally, I would pick Pittsburgh in this game, right? Because I just love the defensive aspect. But I like Atlanta at home. 
trying to bounce back and win one. So give me Atlanta for that one. Next game on the docket, we got Green Bay traveling to Soldier Field. If you can't promise me Justin Fields is on the field, even with how people talk about he's not good, I don't think he can win. I don't think that the Bears can win this one. And this might be another question. Do we see Jordan Love this week? We know that Aaron had them had them, them bruised ribs, right? Do we see Jordan Love? Do we get a glimpse of the future of what Green Bay might be? Do we get a bur- like a breath of fresh air now from Green Bay in this youth movement? Because it's young on the outside. Randall Cobb's like your, your holdover, your, your legend. Um, but does 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 Green Bay able are, are they able to pull this one out? They've owned Chicago divisionally, and I don't see nothing changing. I'm a rock with Green Bay because you can't guarantee me that Justin Fields is playing. I got to ride with Green Bay. I'm sorry. Jacksonville going up to Detroit. Detroit with another home game. They they played last Thursday, so. They're rested coming up against Jacksonville, who's feeling pretty good. They beat Baltimore. I mean, come from behind. That's a struggle that Baltimore's had all year. (sighs) They got to get things fixed. They meaning Baltimore, but Jacksonville looking at this game. I love what Jacksonville presents. I like what Jacksonville does. I just, I'm more on Detroit now. And this sounds weird, y'all. I get it. Through this process of picking games, I've been able to kind of keep track of Detroit. I just feel like if they keep it simple for Jared Goff, get get the ball out of his hand quick, whether it's to the running back or to the receivers, let them do work. I kind of like what they can do, especially going forward. They got a young defense. We know about Hutchinson. They got some good DBs back there. Malcolm Rodriguez. They're going to be tough, especially if they can keep a nice culture in place. They might surprise some guys next year. They're going to surprise Jacksonville. I think I think they get Jacksonville this week. I'm going to ride the Detroit cheering. But Jacksonville has been upset-minded when it comes to these games, no doubt. This game I'm very interested in just because of what it could produce star power-wise. And you would never thought I would say this or anybody thought that they would say this about these two teams. And that's the New York Jets and the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota is a heavy favorite going into this one, y'all. Not going to lie. A lot of people are predicting them to win this game because why not? Nine and two versus seven and four. Uh, You know that you got a constant or something consistent with the Vikings at the quarterback position. You don't know what you might get out of the New York Jets, but we kind of saw an explosion last week. The matchup I'm interested to see this week is none other than Justin Jefferson versus Sauce Gardner. Because this is going to be a week that we're going to learn. Even if it's not against Justin Jefferson, you still got Adam Thielen there. Don't forget about him. So this is a matchup. Y'all, if if y'all got CBS, check this out. I'm telling you, check this out. This is going to be a game worth watching if you could see it. I could be wrong on this one, but I doubt it. Check this out just for the style of play and how the game will be played. Now, me, I'm hard-headed. I'm going with the Jets in this one. Y'all, I got to do it. Uh, I like what the Jets are doing to like with Robert Sala, how he has that team trending in the right direction. I also love Minnesota. They are at home, so they should be favored. 
But that's just more of my belief in what the Jets are doing, right? So I'm picking them. NFC clash between just good old-fashioned rivals, the Commanders going against the Giants, and the Commanders. I don't know. Heineke might be trying to get some J's, red, white, and blues. Mm-hmm. You know how he do after he wins. Um, the Giants here coming off of that loss on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. They want to be careful in this one. I'm picking the Giants, but I'm putting them on upset alert. You might want to be careful going up against this one. My boy Scary Terry going up against them, um, them New York Giants, that New York Giants secondary. Yes, Terry McLaurin. The man is a monster, okay? He don't get talked about a lot when it comes to top receivers in the league. That's fine. He's going to earn y'all respect. Y'all will have the jersey one day. Them black jerseys go hard, though. That's all I know. Upset alert. I'm picking the Giants, but upset alert. Washington might get them. Tennessee, Philadelphia. Woo-hoo. Run game strong in this one. Whether you're going to get it from Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, or Derrick Henry. I feel like Philly is too much for Tennessee in this one. But they still got to line it up and play it. I like what Philly does offensively, and I gave y'all the nugget defensively at the top of the show. Even though Tennessee tries not to throw it a lot, and can you blame them? Ryan Tannehill, no knock on him, but it's just sometimes throwing ain't the best option when you're a little late on throwing the ball. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of throwing the ball, uh, I want to say don't expect too much of that in this game, but Lamar can air it out, and we know Russ is going to do whatever it takes to kind of lead these Broncos to victory. Uh, I saw something on Twitter today along the lines of his wife threw him a birthday party and half the team showed up. I don't know if whole, the whole team was invited. I don't know if that's what they were trying to say. It has not been a good year for Russell Wilson. Really hope he bounces back next year. He's a good guy. <laughs> He's gotten a lot of hate this year. I don't know if it's the contract, the Broncos country, let's ride, or people just are not vibing with Russell Wilson's personality. Nevertheless, Pay Lamar Jackson. And if you ain't paying him, let that man go to another team. Let him go to another offense, another system. I want to see growth out of Lamar. I know what Lamar can do running the football. He leads the team in rushing. He leads them in passing. And if he could throw to himself, he'd probably would lead him in that. I love my guy Mark Andrews. He does his thing down there in the red zone. He'll stretch you out. That's Lamar's safety valve right there, no doubt. Um they got they got they're gonna have something on their on their hands come offseason wise with Lamar in that contract. And I hope it doesn't deter from what they do on the field. They're a tough, gritty team. Defensively, they get after it as well. They might not have all the stats to back that up, but when you watch them play, they're physical. They can hit you, especially when they're motivated. This is a home game for them. This is a bad look for Russ going in the MNT Bank field. Give me Baltimore in this one. Cleveland. Cleveland going up against Houston, y'all. Okay. I'm about to slam the pen. Y'all ready? I had to slam the pen down, right? The NFL is so maniacal. Can can I can I vent just for a second before we before we get this pick out? The NFL is so maniacal. They suspended Deshaun Watson and didn't didn't let him come back until he played the Houston Texans. 
Yes, I had to I had to pause there. Let y'all yeah, y'all heard that right. Here it is, your first game back is against the Texans. Now, of course, obviously we knew this, but I just want to drill that fact home, right? The NFL does things like that. They could have let that man come back last week when they gave out the suspension. Calculated moves. This is chess, not checkers, y'all. Y'all keep up. That's going to be the saying in 2023 on this podcast. It's chess, not checkers, okay? You got to understand that. Get that through your head. Houston is one of the worst teams in the league, obviously. They're going to be pumped over this game. It's going to be a lot of booze, a lot of booze. Reports are already out. They said the victim's coming to see it. It's not sports. I don't want to get into why they would even be there in the first place. I guess it's facing your <laughs> facing facing your victimizer. I don't know. I wouldn't want to be there if the man did what they said he did. I, I'm not trying to be nowhere in the same zip code as this man. But give me Cleveland in this one. I expect Deshaun to come out. He ain't played football in a minute. I expect Deshaun to come out. Start kind of slow. He'll pick it up. But lean on Chubb in that run game, man. Houston is bad. Don't Cleveland, don't y'all let Houston get their second win of the season. Moving on, Seattle going up against the Rams in a game probably in which we thought it would mean more to one team and not the other. But it's vice versa. Coming off of this Super Bowl, the Rams have looked horrible this year. Horrible. Yes, they've been dealt some injuries. They lost some guys via free agency. Nevertheless, you still have Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. You still had Matthew Stafford. He, he's banged up a little bit. I get it. But this is just unacceptable. What's going on, Sean McVay? What is the culture like? Are we not going to talk and ridicule him? Hmm. Might make a podcast about that later on. Don't know. All I know is this. I'm picking Seattle. I'm riding with Seattle. Um, I, I told you I like what Geno Smith is doing. I'm with, I'm riding with the whole writing them off. It's inspirational in life, but hey, second chances are important. And when you get your moment, you better shine. You better shine. I told y'all we had good games, right? Do y'all think I was lying to you? Okay. Miami and San Francisco. It gets better. I get Debo Samuel and Tyreek Hill again. Remember, they... Super they were going at it. Brandon Ayuk, hey, got George Kittle out there. We got Waddle. We got Gesicki. I love the offense. I'm giving y'all the offensive side, right, because I'm drawing y'all in. Defensively, they're they going to do some things. They're going to do Got your boy Bosa, Warner. Man, I really like this matchup. This might be a matchup that no one needs no one knows we need to see in the Super Bowl. This is a matchup that's not going to get talked about enough. So if at 4.05 you happen to tune in to Fox, watch this game. Check it out. This is something we might not get to see. Now, I per me personally, I don't love the quarterback matchup. Y'all know how I feel about Jimmy G. That's not talking. That's not downsetting on his talent. Uh, you just know how I feel about Jimmy G. And even the play caller feel the same way. Numbers don't lie. Tua, he he, Tua's been doing his thing this year. They, they and he, him and the tools they put around him, the the young head coach, the way he vibes with the team. I mean, Miami is a feel good story, and 
man, this might be a Super Bowl. We don't know we need to see. We need to see it. So we need this preview. This game is hard to pick. I'm going to roll with Miami. But I expect San Francisco to come out and make it a game. I forgot to mention Christian McCaffrey. It's crazy. So much star power in this game. And then we're treated again. So if you like even better football, if you were watching football last year and you were able to see this AFC matchup, right? If it wasn't, if your mind wasn't blown by Kansas City beating the Buffalo Bills the way they did, you got to see Cincinnati go into Arrowhead and upset Kansas City when they had Tyreek Hill, which most teams cannot say that they did. Okay? I'm throwing it out there because that man, he's a monster. Kansas City at Cincinnati, 425 CBS. Yes, you get a little head start on the early game. Flip back and forth. You got picture in picture. A streaming on your phone, one on the TV, whatever you can. You might want to keep your eye on both of these games. These will both be good games in that four o'clock window. Cannot lie. Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, must see TV. Um, Homerism is about to come out in my pick. I'm about to pick Cincinnati. I know I should go with Kansas City. I went with Cincinnati last year, and they 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 proved me right. They proved me right. They went out there and they did it. I got to return the favor again. I got to pick Cincinnati. I do like what Kansas City presents. I think Kansas City would definitely be motivated. This won't be at Arrowhead. This will be in the jungle. We'll see what Cincinnati is able to do. I wish they could have wore the, the white helmets. Those things are so nice. Icy, icy. Chargers going up against the Raiders. Look, man, y'all know my struggles and picking these Raiders. I really don't want to give them the time of day. But, yeah, I'm not giving them the time of day. I'm going with the Chargers, y'all. Going with the Chargers, staying with them. I like Herbert over what Derek Carr is doing. Devontae, I expect him to have a big game. I just trust the Chargers a little bit more. Nothing personal is just business. Colts going up against the Cowboys. That's a no-brainer. I wish they would have flexed this game out. Could we have slid? Please, could we have slid NFL? Could you have slid Miami and San Francisco or Kansas City and Cincinnati into that 820 spot? <sighs> so we see Jeff Saturday on Sunday night. And he's going up against Dallas. I expect Dallas to win big in this one. Dallas cannot afford to lose games, especially with how tight this AFC, this NFC, excuse me, NFC East is becoming. So I expect Dallas to win big, but I would be surprised. Monday night matchup. This is another game that could have got flexed, but I understand why they put it. Division rivals, New Orleans going up against Tampa Bay. Don't go against Tom, I know. New Orleans looked horrible on offense last week. Zero points, right? We know their quarterback struggles. We know what they're going through. We know what they're dealing with. This should be a game that Tampa Bay wins handily. I expect for New Orleans to come out, show a little bit more. You know they all, you know they always give uh, Tampa them problems. They give Tom some problems. I'm picking New Orleans in this one. I'm picking New Orleans. I'm picking New Orleans, little baby. So I'm going to ride with them, them Saints, see how they do. Chris Olave, Alvin Kamara, I need y'all. I need y'all this week. Step it up. 
Andy Dalton, step up. Playing like doo-doo. Arizona and Carolina enjoying the bye. Well needed this week. Modern Warfare. Thank y'all for listening to the podcast. Continue to rate, like, subscribe, and most of all, share. I can't do it without y'all. Average Fan Podcast, your host, L. Jones. We out.